0: Series of tubes by one Carrie Altman who works in my lab. What's up, Carrie? Woo woo! Her internet debut. You started. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um. Yeah, we're here. Episode nine already.
1: Damn.
0: It feels like a long time. Whoa. Uh, We did zero in what December. So we're getting there. Next time's yeah. going to be number 10, so it's going to be Hey-o. exciting as all hell.
1: You need to have, like, a little party, a little celebration.
0: I will pl- have plenty of beer on the desk while I make that episode happen.
1: Get some party poppers.
0: That would be very inconvenient for everybody listening.
1: What about hats?
0: It's a, It's This is a radio show, Carrie?
1: But you can <laughs> describe care. your hat. <laughs>
0: yes, we can part describe your, our hats.
1: Uh, part of the... Uh, radio show you need to have the ability to describe things so your guests can picture them that's very true
2: absolutely and i feel like a party hat just changes your whole demeanor
0: yeah Mm -hmm. it definitely does
1: and guess what i could make party hats for the cats
2: of course (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) oh
0: jesus christ oh god all right uh Carrie, what up? You work, you work. We work in the same lab. Yes, we, we do, do. Completely different things. Uh, at at the moment. Part.
2: Yeah, right now we do.
0: <laughs> you work with the fungus, and I don't. Correct. <laughs> so tell the folks at home what you have been doing. What? What is your role at school? How far along are you? That kind oh, of thing. Don't
2: ask that question. I am. Okay. For all so... the world to know. Yeah, so I feel like my role at school, sometimes it's like secretary, sometimes it's <laughs> undergrad wrangler.
0: That's 100% true.
2: Um, at, sometimes, it always is undergrad wrangler.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but, so I started at Oakland in fall of 2012, so we are going on year six this year, um, which is a little over the top. But we're going to finish up in April, so that's great. You're going to leave me with all the
0: shit, is what you're saying.
2: uh, Yes. Okay. 100%, and I'm not even going to feel bad about it.
0: (laughs) Sorry, not sorry.
2: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Precisely. But I do expect... uh, you to get more on top of your snapchat game so that i can see what unfolds i'm
0: i'm I'm learning that i need to start using snapchat more but about using the snapchat is a whole different thing
2: okay well my mom is really good with it so she can show you some (laughs) tips
0: well now now that i've met your entire family at your niece's birthday party we can really get together and she can teach me the ways of snapchat
2: yes absolutely yeah
0: So what Um, what do you study about funguses?
2: Well, let's, let's take it back. (laughs) So it's not all about the fungus. I mean, that is the system I'm working with now, but um, I, my main focus is how temperature influences uh, parasite host interactions. I'm specifically working with amphibian parasites. Uh, So my first experiment was with a trematode or flatworm parasite called riborrhea. Um And we looked at how uh, thermal acclimation influences disease dynamics. So let's say you're used to a particular temperature, but that temperature changes. Um, your body is still going to be operating at that first temperature for a little while before it gets used to the new temperature. Um, So we want to see how that first temperature is going to influence your performance at a new temperature, basically. Um, So uh, I did that with tadpoles and this flatworm parasite and found that acclimation temperature matters for both the host and the parasite. So that was really cool. Um, That was a really Really nice set of experiments. That was Um, an awesome
0: experiment I get to analyze now.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes. And shout out to our collaborators at Colorado, uh, at Boulder, for running some of, or one of those experiments. Um, Because they were really great, and they let me take their data and analyze it and take first author. So that was really cool of them. Woop woo. Um, so then, moving forward, now I'm working with BD, which is a fungal parasite of frogs and tadpoles and other amphibians. Um, and again, I'm still, uh, basically looking at how acclimation temperature and temperature changes will influence the disease path, I suppose.
0: Same shit, different day. Ah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Pretty much for the last six years, so yeah,
0: same old, same old. That that made that giant peak on the microphone by the way. Oh, <laughs> well, there's only one audio professional in this room, and it's me.
2: <laughs> well, there are zero my in my rooms. So, <laughs>
0: oh shit. All right, so you, you yeah that that stuff is a uh, you had a paper last year on that. Right. Yeah. That was twenty sixteen.
2: That was twenty sixteen? I suppose
0: yeah. I could link that in the show notes if you guys want to read it out there that are listening. Oh. Heck yeah. Um,
2: that was a really cool definitely. study. Think, <laughs> it was. And this this leads me to uh why it's such a bummer that I've been here so long, because I think I I don't know. Maybe I was lulled into a false sense of security because that experiment worked beautifully. <laughs> and then my next couple <laughs> And then did all the rest work so great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Science. That's science. And unfortunately we're not just working with uh your run of the mill stuff here. Like you can't just order your frogs from VWR. You gotta wait until the next breeding season to get more I mean you could get if you're working with Xenopus yeah that works but
0: if only we had a million dollar grant to work with Xenopus or something
2: oh seriously <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was I'm like the BD hipster in our lab because I was working with it before it was cool and we had a million dollars
0: did that did that side play I feel like I made it really going to sound
1: really creepy in the <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: oh gosh that's worse I don't know
1: that prolonged just like that's very (laughs) creepy I mean
0: whatever (laughs) alright so you're almost done What's what's next? No, oh, lot I, I know what you want to do. What do the the people at home don't know what you want to
2: do. <laughs> do you know what you what I want to do? Because I'd like to hear it. You'd
0: like to get, <laughs> get the fuck out of Oakland, is what you'd like to
2: do. Uh yes, that would be accurate. <laughs> Not that Oakland hasn't been good to me because it has, but you know, uh, it's been five years. It'll be six by the time I'm done, and it's it's really time to move on.
0: Yeah, uh, you're you're you like the teaching part of it though.
2: I love teaching so much.
0: I do not. Okay.
2: (laughs) So teaching is is definitely my favorite part. And if you would have asked me, like, eh, definitely two years ago, especially when I was going through things not working and being the only person to take care of animals all the time, um, I would have said, I hate research. I can leave it behind and never look back. So turns out now that things are going a little bit better and I have a little bit more help Weird. and I'm thinking about leaving when I think about leaving research behind it's like oh I don't know if I can do that like <laughs> yeah. I, I'll miss it so much like so it's a part of me now yeah it is so I'm not like I I am looking into possibly postdocing somewhere um I think it would have to be a teaching postdoc for yeah. me um Man, if only we
0: had some sort of teaching expert on this podcast right now.
2: Right? Jeez, where are they?
1: Hmm. <laughs> None of them are here right now. <laughs> this teacher's on vacation. It's
0: true. You forgot everything about teaching. Yep.
1: Gone down the drain.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> Didn't you know teachers, like, they just, like, plug in. The week before school and upload teaching methods uh, that's
0: when they plug in the ecology computers and update everything
1: yep and then we're good to go <laughs> that's what teachers do the week before school
0: They're like oh god yeah i'm a teacher right shit Fuck. when do you go back kellen
1: eh, um science has a couple days hi train hey Sup? train um the week after next Science okay. gets to come back and do some planning, and then the week after that is what we call Principals Week, um, a week full of
0: holidays towards the principal.
1: Um, sure. Yep, lots of fun stuff like mm. sitting down and relearning how to use your grading system, and
2: oh, boy, it,
1: it, yeah, it's Ugh. not really actually a fun week for teachers. Yeah,
0: um, it's called Principals Week, not Teachers and they, Week.
1: They try to make it all like. They think they make it cool by giving you a theme each year. So last year was like "I grow," and our principals had like a hoe and a spade. And when they oh introduced gosh. it, and I think they thought they were really funny. I'm
0: glad you continued with spade. Oh, after just a that, hoe. <laughs> yeah, the hoe just started. Twerking, I was like, "Hold on, time out. Hold on. <laughs> what the shit?" <clears throat>
1: no, but like, eat, one year was like "I care." <laughs> So uh, I'm. I think the only thing I'm looking forward to is what theme they came up with. Oh, this year. When do you
2: find out the theme? <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. And like we got shirts one year. Oh boy. Which so
0: fun.
1: Uh huh. Yep, always fun. And then we just like learn again about all the stupid procedures.
0: Hooray! Fun. The same old shit. Yeah. That you already know. Yeah. Hopefully. I sure hope I know it by now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, well, is there anything else, Carrie, about you before we jump into the the animals news that we have today?
2: I mean, yeah, I feel like the world needs to know that I love to eat, and I, I don't love... think
0: they need to know you to know that.
2: They, okay. I
0: think they might feel it in their soul and not know it's you.
2: <laughs> okay, but they also need to realize I love Harry Potter and volleyball. And, and dogs and dogs so much i love dogs okay
1: we're good please tell them what you do on your in your spare time carry um in my spare time
2: i play just,
0: all the volleyball in the entire universe Uh,
2: yeah pretty not much not that jason <laughs> um well actually it was are you are you talking about leader dogs yeah Oh, okay, so Wednesdays are my favorite, and today is Wednesday, so I'm in a really good mood, Um, because uh, a few months ago, I started volunteering at Leader Dogs for the Blind, which is our local uh, guide dog school, and they offer all sorts of programs um, to help uh, visually impaired people navigate, so not only with the dogs, but um, they do like cane training and um, They have GPS devices, but of course the dogs are why I'm there, and my job as a volunteer is literally to go in and love on dogs every single week. And I love them all so much, and I really like the program, and you should support them.
0: <laughs> well, if I ever lose the ability to see, I suppose I will have to start liking dogs.
1: Yes. Maybe you should blind him in a freak lab accident and then I can get a dog. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I don't think she was kidding.
1: Weird, the whole acid shelf broke.
0: On on his desk where it's not even not even where the acid shelf is.
1: Weird, the squirt gun had acid in it. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, the eye wash station is down today? Huh? It's full
0: of acid. Wait, what? <laughs>
2: Oh, oh sh- I have such great plans for while you're gone, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: everything booby-trapped.
2: Yep, I'm ready. I will what have if- a very productive week.
0: What if it's already booby-trapped for you?
1: Oh, it's please. not.
0: Please. I mean, would you expect anything different from me, though?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Not a bit. So be careful.
1: I solemnly swear I'm
0: up to no good.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, can we just throw in those little nuggets all night?
0: Unfortunately I have no ability to <laughs> I, know. I can I can mute all of Carrie's uh, Voice channel but I can't mute Both our, our Voice channel together yeah. neater, neater. I can at least get half of it
1: <laughs> Well then
0: Did Harry Potter ever tell you that Bees can understand what zero means? No Well fuck Harry Potter then
2: Yeah <laughs> That was not a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> that was,
0: mm. as better, it, it was better than it could have been.
2: Um, if that segue was your ordinary wizarding level, you would earn a T for troll.
0: That's fair. Okay. Yeah. They, this group out of RMIT in Australia studied how bees can kind of understand zero, I think, on accident. As far as I understand it. I didn't read the actual paper. But they trained bees to distinguish between one and more than one. And then they trained them to distinguish zero from all of those. Which is kind of crazy. It is. Because uh, some people don't understand what zero means. Especially little kids.
2: Yeah, so I was I was reading uh, an article about the article. Um, Inception. And it, it said that... Uh, you know some kids it takes them a while they understand that zero is different than one but they don't understand if it's less than or more than one
0: yeah
2: um and i
0: I, I think like an animal having an understanding of what nothing is is like very crazy yeah like as a animal you're always looking for food or you're looking for the presence of one thing but that's inherently seeing that there's an absence of the thing you're looking for right but but understanding that is kind of crazy it's like when kids don't understand that you go behind the door and you don't exist anymore right like permanence or something like that
1: or even when you just put your hands over your face and you're not there anymore yeah. Sometimes I would like to do that when I'm at school.
2: Just hands over the face. Am I, am I really here?
0: La 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 Hoppa. la la. <laughs> but then I remove them and I'm, You're I'm still indeed there. there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this study is showing that this is the first invertebrate that uh, can understand zero. Like, humans and primates obviously can.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what about cephalopods?
0: I I bet they do. I feel like they need to be. They're smart as fuck. They can escape from a tiny little jar and navigate mazes. And And they
1: need to have toys in their habitat to be happy. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they would know, but I don't know if
2: anyone's done that yet.
0: I'm going to cut this part from the podcast. We'll get uh, our advisor to buy some octopi, and we'll do this.
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, move to... uh... Could you do a cuddle f- fish because they're the cutest.
0: They're pretty cute.
1: <laughs> and they have the name "cuddle" right in them.
0: <laughs> you can't. You can't hear it on this audio format show, but I'm <laughs> face palming so. Right
1: Something that happens. <laughs> <laughs> You asked me to be on the show again.
0: I did ask you to be on the show again.
2: Okay, if we're being honest, though, Kellen's episode was your best yet, <laughs> so...
0: You just say that because you don't like me very much. <laughs> I mean... She works with you! Exactly! That's why I don't like him. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I guess I guess I should mention that one Matt Metcalf is... Obviously not here. Because he is having a grand old time with his advisor in Costa Rica.
2: Listen, and, I am super jealous about in, that because I have Zero love... internet,
0: being in the jungle for 12 days, looking for Bushmaster snakes. Ah! And I wish I could be there, but that'd be... There's some other stuff. There's our summer work and other summer work and a donor visit the other day that definitely got in the way of that
1: and but. you're not so surprise trip tomorrow
0: <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: carrie helped me plan a surprise trip for jason and she was I didn't about keeping it a secret
2: yeah i didn't really help plan it i just helped
1: well yeah you helped, helped with keep the logistics secret, and on jason's on the lab end, on the work end, you helped make sure everything was okay. That, yes. that
0: motherfucker definitely forgot until I told him I was going to be gone for a few days. Oh, <laughs> I knew he would. I 100%. Well, I totally <laughs> fucked it up.
1: That's yeah, <laughs> fine. You found out where you're going. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love the hiccups. They're so funny. I also,
1: I thought it was cool, though, like, the bees were able to still, because they use different shapes, too. So the bees were able to recognize it wasn't even, like, differing shapes would give them their reward in this study, that it literally was this absence of anything. And so, therefore, that zero number.
2: Yes. And so, from what I was reading, they... They trained the bees to go to the lowest number of shapes. Like, a, mm-hmm. I think it was like a platform with the lowest number of shapes. Um, so they were pretty good when um, when it was like a choice between like four shapes and one shape. But um, they took a little bit longer when it was zero versus one. So they had to, they had to think about
1: it a little bit. But they got there.
0: And yeah, they fucking figured it out. Yeah, which is pretty,
1: pretty darn cool. So my one question is, though, in this thing they said that bees not only learned more quickly if they were rewarded for correct choices, but also punished for wrong ones. (laughs) So how do you punish a bee?
0: You give it something that tastes like shit, like quinine.
1: That's how we punish our birds. You give them quinine?
0: Yeah, instead of sugar water or something, it's like quinine water.
1: Not a stern admonishment.
0: Yeah, you don't, like, talk shit about the <laughs> bee behind its back or something. <laughs> fuck this bee.
2: Oh, it's awesome. Can I talk about the study that um, our psychology department tried to do real quick? Yeah. So um, somebody in psychology, a professor, uh, was emailed our, our advisor. Um, so our lab obviously works a lot with amphibians. And um, she said one of her students was interested in... Uh, working with amphibian cognition and wanted to um, essentially run tadpoles and adult frogs through a maze and teach them which arm of the maze was the, quote, correct choice. Um, so they needed a a punishment, per, so you say, for <laughs> the wrong choice. And um, <laughs> remember... Tom, our advisor, our advisor was like, I don't know, like, use, like, a bird puppet and as, like, a predator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but... He would choose the most fucking complicated thing first, But, he <laughs> would.
2: but they ended up settling on, uh, an electric toothbrush.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and... <laughs> So when the tadpole chose the correct, and it was it was actually really cool because I think they got some folks in engineering to design the maze, um, and we, uh, like, submerged the maze in water and put it in a kiddie pool, and um, when the tadpole made the correct choice, um, so they were trying to teach the tadpoles to either always turn right, always turn left, or always turn towards a light stimulus. Um, and so, if they did that correctly, they opened the door to the maze, and the tadpole got um, a certain amount of time, like just out in the pool where there was shelter and lots of nice things. Um, but if it chose wrong, <laughs> then they like closed another door on it and constricted it, and like punished it with this electric toothbrush. <laughs> what? What? Did they, it they just shakes like, them up real good? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, just kind of like prodded them and, you know, the vibration. It's like if I prodded you with a
0: fucking electric toothbrush in the forehead. That would suck. Wouldn't it
2: feel like a massage? No. <laughs> maybe that was the problem with the study because it didn't end up, like, they didn't end up learning. Because
0: um, they're fucking tadpoles.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that but. Too. um Sorry but if you're listening, Molly,
0: just... but fucking they're tadpoles, goddammit.
2: <laughs> I mean, but tadpoles are smart, they know when they don't want to get eaten.
0: Which is always I mean, so do all animals.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean it didn't end up working too great. But Science. I
0: mean, yeah, that's science. <laughs> yeah.
1: Science. I literally thought of though when you talked about the bird puppet. <laughs> it was so long ago, but I remember watching a documentary on whooping cranes and <laughs> like because they were endangered they were trying to raise the young and they had these little hand bird puppets yes. that they would use to feed the babies yes. so the babies didn't imprint on the humans and that is literally the first thing that came to my mind it's like these- motherfuckers
0: dressing up as pandas as pandas, so the pandas
1: yes <laughs> oh
0: god pandas are so <laughs> fucking retarded <laughs> I oh, just makes so think stupid. of that
1: panda video you showed me where, like, the caretaker was trying to clean the yeah. habitat and, <laughs> With the, and the leaves.
0: <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. Jesus Christ. They're <laughs> so stupid. Oh, they deserve it. So oh, God. Well, it's too bad we got off of bees because the segue to the f- the 3D model of the first flower ever would have been perfect, but um fine. Well, Whatever. hey, we can talk about bees for a second. Anything.
2: Um... What do you want
0: to know about bees? Do they sting? Yes. Speaking of bees, how about Hey-o! these flowers?
1: Oh, nice. Good <laughs> rebound there. Hey, man. I'll
0: take what I can get. Uh, what? Uh, how do you say this, person that says, that speaks French? Uh, uh, what am sequaille? I looking at? Sequoia? I don't know. And close enough. Uh, professor in uh, France published a paper in Nature Communications... Uh, relatively recently uh, beginning of the month of a 3D model of the ancestral flower based on like 730 different or 7-800 species of flowers and evolutionary and fossil data uh, this flower looks like a flower
1: it does look like a flower <laughs> that was that's it's, very, it's the most profound thing I've such ever said you're yeah, so observant
0: <laughs> yep uh, wow um, Sets of threes,
1: which would be monocot. Uh,
0: fucking plants, man. You know my opinions on plants.
1: That's the one thing we'll. That they're plants on.
0: and they kind of suck.
1: No, they don't. We eat plants.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: No, plants. Plants are important, but I definitely prefer uh, the animal <laughs> yeah. side of things. Well,
0: fuck plants. Plants are boring. No, Their science not. is boring. You know. Are cool.
2: So Kellen lent me a book called Lab Girl while we were in Ecuador. Thank I read you. it and. Um, that that did give me more of an appreciation of
0: plants. I mean, if I knew how to read, I would read a book. Oh my <laughs> gosh!
1: No, you can read. You just prefer comics.
0: <laughs> Speci- specifically ones about superheroes and Power Rangers. Rangers. <laughs> say, yeah. Uh,
2: can we make a Harry Potter comic? Would that <gasps> make you?
0: I mean, I would. I mean, I would read it. It probably exists already. Carrie, can you okay.
2: draw? Because um, I can't.
1: I really can't, but. I just bought
0: a new laptop that I can draw on.
1: Okay, well, Carrie, we'll make a comic for Jason, but it will be stick figures. <laughs> that
2: makes it even better. Okay. <laughs> You'll get your Harry Potter oh, comics.
1: <laughs> we'll just each tackle a book, <laughs> or three. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it split it's Deathly Hollows in half. Can we get back to this fucking flower. Sorry. <laughs>
2: It comes
1: in threes.
0: Yeah. um, Apparently there's been a lot of mystery and uh, unknown knowledge about what the ancestral flower would have looked like. uh, Whether there were flowers on the same plant that were male or female or both. Um, But they have found that everything is arranged in a whorl um and that this ancestral flower was bisexual had both male and female parts of the flower which i mean makes sense i suppose because then you would specialize to have two different kinds right
1: yeah i would feel like that would come later in the tree of life because um, what did they do they took all these different flowers They looked at all the different traits the flowers had and kind of mapped out these different traits on that tree um, and were able to kind of deduce then what this ancestral flower looked like based off of, like, what earlier traits that all these flowers had in common, is what I'm assuming.
0: Yeah. And so what this person is saying is that... So we have this model of what the ancestral flower might look like, but they got to find it in the fossil record. But that... I mean, how fast can we dig through the ground to find them?
1: I don't know. (laughs) That's a question. Now, that would be really cool if they're correct in their model. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really cool. It's a cool-looking flower.
0: Yeah, I'll put a a link to the image in the show notes on our website uh, for this episode, uh, along with a couple other videos and stuff of other other crazy things we're about to talk about like these tiny robots that can swim through blood
1: they aren't no michael phelps though they (laughs) aren't they they ain't
0: the new they ain't or
1: aren't
2: (laughs) i think in this situation it's ain't they ain't no michael phelps
1: (laughs) perfect (laughs) cut Uh, that little part out (laughs)
0: i'm not cutting shit out (laughs) I cut the garbage <laughs> before the episode and after the episode.
1: Was... That's it. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, these cool little robots. Um, in the oh, abstract itself, they look like a little cylinder with two, like swiveling arms that basically rotate like a freestyle swimmer would. They're you pretty cute.
1: Describe it because it's not just two, uh, three cylinders. They use what word did they use? It was a food word.
0: Uh, each nano swimmer is five micrometers long and has three main parts connected (laughs) together like sausage links by two (laughs) silver hinges
1: they know their audience
0: it has a gold body and magnetic arms made out of nickel and they use a magnetic field to make the 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 arms swim and it can swim it swims through blood
2: I appreciate the sausage links
0: (laughs) it's something you can relate to
2: yeah, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it. <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't really understanding the robots until they brought sausage into it. So, okay, we're good. And then
1: though. it all became clear. It's perfect. Yes.
2: But they are pretty cute and they're really, really cool.
0: Yeah, they can swim 10 microns a second, which I guess for something that's five microns long is two body lengths a second, which is pretty quick. Not bad. And. Um, I don't know if they actually tested it, but they tested different viscosities of fluid they could swim through, and one of them was close to blood. So we're getting closer to our dystopian nanomachine future. Whee! But first, they're gonna be a good nanomachine future and deliver medicine to people.
1: Yes. And then we'll go overboard.
0: And then we'll go crazy and have nanomachines that can do video game shit. Ugh.
1: I was I'm was thinking i
0: not even going to get into that bullshit.
1: I was thinking of, like, enhancing your features. Like, what video game did we watch? Something Snake. It was Metal Gear. Oh, Metal Gear. Yeah.
0: <laughs> where you can make people fucking forget who you are and some other god fucking video games, man. <laughs> bunch of The horse future, shit. though. It's a bunch of horse shit, but...
1: But maybe one day.
0: But maybe one day, apparently.
1: I like how they ask at the end, too. We don't know how fast Michael Phelps could swim in blood.
0: (laughs) It's true. We haven't tested it yet. We don't know.
1: (laughs) No. He did swim against a shark in Shark Week, so maybe that's the next test we need to put him Two sharks
0: swimming in blood.
1: Michael Phelps versus sharks in blood. Yep.
2: Versus nanobots.
1: Yes. They've got their own little mini swimming... Like, perfectly two scale, but yes. size down to them, swimming pool. And we yes. would see
0: who won. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we gotta be fair to them. It's,
0: it's pretty interesting that uh, this, whoever did the study, uh, what's his name, Eric Diller uh, in Toronto uh says five to ten years for clinical trials of drug delivery through nanomachines
1: Ooh, that's
0: ambitious that seems seems real soon
1: (laughs) yeah i like too though i think it's interesting like i mean one of the ideas is of course through your bloodstream but not only bloodstream also urinary tract eyeballs um I was interested
0: in the eyeballs. Don't inject shit into my eyeball. Okay,
1: I know you have a problem with things like that. Like LASIK surgery is disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) But that would be pretty interesting to see what a a nanobot could do if you inject it in your eyeball. I mean, are they going to use it? I don't. I don't even know. They can
0: finally kill Nigleria parasites in the eyeball. Mm. Oh yeah, get those out of there. There
1: you go. Is it something they could do to help with cataracts or, I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure if you have a blockage in a vessel in your eyeball, then your nanobot could do something. But I don't know, because I don't know if a lot of like the
2: like eye diseases, like I'm, I'm not sure if targeted delivery of medication would help those.
1: I know, I feel like, because, like, I mean, I'm not, I guess I'm not very familiar with eye disease. I know of, like, macular degeneration, but mm-hmm. that's not really something I don't <laughs> think you can treat unless there's something a nanobot could do for that, but. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Or you can just get a leader dog. See? Yeah, just go blind you and then need, get a lead leader dog. You just dog. need
0: a dog that has nanomachines to make it see even better. <laughs> Whoa!
1: Dogs can probably see pretty well.
2: You know what I was thinking the other day, uh, out of nowhere. Like, there's got to be, like, oh hey train, um, there's got to be species that, like, have bad eyesight, right? Like, it can't just be humans.
0: I don't know. I mean, we 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 did look this up one day when we were. Quote unquote, working that mm-hmm. they make glasses for dogs.
2: Yes, I remember that. But I was just thinking, like, what if I was a different type of animal and I had the terrible eyesight that I have? I'm like, how would I find food? You wouldn't. Like that. Um, um, maybe that's what happens. Maybe they die.
0: And you would die extra quick. Yeah. No. <laughs> no,
2: I wouldn't because I,
1: I would be bound and determined to find food. We know me. <laughs> and maybe that's it in nature too. Those animals just have I mean a very strong will.
0: And they can smell way better than we can. Yeah.
1: That, that I guess true. a lot of animals rely less on well, I mean they still rely on sight, but they can also use they their are, other it's, senses. It's, yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. But that is a good question. I mean like I wonder if our you know, close relatives. Some of them suffer from eyesight problems.
2: Hmm. Might have to do some googling
0: tomorrow. I have to just. We'll just use our very extremely prestigious podcast and call Jane Goodall and see what's up.
2: <laughs> to the Google. I love Jane Goodall, so I am. <laughs> All about that. <laughs> All for contacting
1: her in the Jay Network Goodall, Science.
0: If you're listening, please get in touch.
2: Oh my gosh, I was so disappointed. A few years ago, she was at Oakland speaking, and what? I, yeah, and I missed it. And that is like one of my big regrets being at Oakland. Yeah.
1: One of you guys needs to get on whatever committee it is that brings in the speakers and bring in Neil deGrasse.
2: Uh, So, we already brought in Bill Nye. Which was awesome.
0: Yeah. It's true.
2: That was really cool. He came... It was pie day. I mean, really... You couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah.
0: It was a whole ordeal.
1: Yeah, it was. But Neil deGrasse would be like the icing on the cake. Yeah. 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 Or you bring them both
0: in together.
1: Mind blown.
0: See, what we could do is use... E. coli and make a gif of them two together.
1: Hey-o. I see Fucking, what you did there. You're really trying on these transitions, aren't you? A
0: little bit. A little bit too hard. <laughs> it's that bourbon. Okay.
1: In orange juice yeah. nonetheless. Ooh. Ooh.
0: <laughs> you know? I will say it's not terrible. It's not the best. But it's better than bourbon by itself. When well, it's bad bourbon.
2: I would like to go on record... Stating that I am drinking out of my science glass tonight in honor of being on this podcast. Nerd. Okay. Oh,
1: please.
0: Quick, <laughs> quick story. You so, can't
1: even say nerd. <laughs> Very you true. Have... No.
0: I was born in it like Bane.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, a couple years ago for my sister's baby shower, I was put in charge of like putting together one of the like prizes because, you know, there's a billion prizes when you go to baby showers. So I was doing, (laughs) okay, well there, trust me. So I was doing like a Michigan themed thing where like I bought like a, a bowl that was in the mitten shape and I was going to buy a couple pint glasses with um, like the outline of the Great Lakes in Michigan on it. So I order these pint glasses and I get them shipped to me and I open up the package and I have two pint glasses with like science (laughs) objects all over them. So it's like a microscope and a graduated cylinder. So I call the company. I'm like, Hey, I, uh, I ordered, uh, this Michigan one and you sent me science. And they were like, where do you live? I said, Michigan. And they're, they're a Colorado based company, I think. And they were like, yeah, we're not just not even going to ask you to send those back. And I was like, oh, really? I like, you guys them? don't even
1: understand, like.
2: <laughs> I was like, this is life.
1: This is literally what I would love.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I got two free science themed cool. pine glasses. That's
1: a pretty good bonus right there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and they sent the ones that I ordered. Well, so. free
1: pine glasses are the best kind of pine glasses. Yeah. For sure. And then their oh, science. That's just a whole new level. Yeah.
0: Even better. So what about these E. coli gifts? I the love gifts them so much. Or
1: the E. coli. Or both.
0: Clearly both.
1: Both. I don't know if I'm a fan of E. coli. It's... I've had one too many run ins with a think, <laughs> <Hey>. E. coli <laughs> <laughs> to appreciate them.
0: <laughs> these are special ones though. That's true. Oh, man. So, I didn't look at the paper. This group from... I'm gonna guess... I have have no idea where. It doesn't say.
2: No, I think it did say. I'll look look while you explain.
0: I mean, I'm not also signing into my library to get full access to the paper. Well, you can start
1: describing it.
0: But these researchers of unknown origin uh, For now. used CRISPR technology, <laughs> so gene editing technology, which is relatively new and super powerful, to uh, basically encode GIFs into E. coli when you re it. So, my understanding, my dumb lizard brain understanding of how they did this is... <laughs> <laughs> they encoded these pictures in and then they resequenced sequenced the DNA after a few generations to get a series of images, which is the the classic uh, GIF of, I forget his name, it's a uh, jockey riding a horse. Uh, the Bridge human and animal locomotion GIF, it's a classic study of how a... horse is being ridden by a jockey. And so they got that exact gif back with about 90% accuracy from bacteria that don't know how to see anything. It's
2: it's pretty rad. Also, there
0: there we go. That sounds about right. Boom. But, I mean, that's cool. You can use E. coli to store... Uh, visual data which is their whole their whole thing yeah which is kind of crazy
1: but i think what they read was like the whole point was not to actually use the equali to store gifts and stuff but for the equali to be able to store information about itself for us um which seems really interesting to like I'm not really sure how they're going to do that in the end to encourage the Equal Eye to do that, but I think I read that somewhere. Was that in this pa- Okay, yeah. Yeah, you like, did. That's really interesting you to did. say, like, hey, start storing this information about how you're working so that we can then sequence it and read up on this information.
0: Yeah. So that shit's crazy awesome. Question.
1: It's mm-hmm.
0: Kellen, what gift yes. would you store in an Equal
1: a cat in a sweater.
0: I mean, what is a cat in a sweater doing?
1: <laughs> just being cute.
0: I mean, that's going to be a poor gif because of the resolution we have.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, so it needs to be, like, pixelated. Ooh, a Stardew Valley gif.
0: Which is what for everybody listening?
1: Oh, Stardew Valley <laughs> is a Steam game. I don't know if it's just Steam. Is it Steam?
0: It's a it's a video game.
1: Okay, it's a video game for your PC, <laughs> Um, but hopefully for other platforms soon where you are a farmer and you get to tend a farm and the best part is you get to interact with all the other people in your town and you can woo them and ride horses (laughs) and grow crops and make beer and raise animals like cows and pigs and chickens and ducks and rabbits. So, I know. What a I have devoted a lot of time to this game. <laughs> Jason <laughs> made the mistake of showing me what Stardew Valley was and then letting me use his account, and then he never got to see his account again. Yeah. <laughs> Oops.
0: Oops. Carrie, what would you store?
2: <laughs> so, I... I realize that we're going for pixelated here, but I'm just gonna assume that the technology has advanced such that advanced gifts can be stored, and I have to go with either mm. the Harry Potter one where Dumbledore <laughs> and Snape are dancing, and it's like right. every day I'm dumbling, um, or really anything from the office.
0: Th- there. There are a lot or of or Ron Swanson, but I think for me it's gonna be, fucking Parks and Rec and Tom Hatherford saying treat yourself, which, oh, is, which would be yes. fucking real good choice. Oh, yes, choice.
2: absolutely. I got Chipotle today, as I was talking about all day, and I got it, got in my car, and I was like, <laughs> treat yourself.
1: I that I tell that to myself a lot. I think it's a good mantra to have. Just, just treat yourself. It's so good.
0: Uh, we definitely don't want to store a gif of this kid getting eaten by sea lice, though. That that's that's <laughs> nasty. <laughs> so where the fuck is this guy from? Australia. Australia. A of course, course it's Australia. Australia.
2: No, describe, describe the story, and then I would really like to share my favorite line okay. in the story.
0: So, this. I forget why he was out there. He was just looking out in the water.
1: He was just relaxing and having fun in the ocean in Australia. Yeah,
0: and he came out of the water, and he was bleeding. So he went a lot. This yeah, matters.
1: profusely. Like not like a little trickle.
0: This this is some <laughs> gross shit. If you're gonna look it up, so buyer beware. Yeah. Uh, the picture on this article is just his feet, just all bloody. Um, and they are saying that it's um sea lice, which he he did capture some after he went back to the beach because he is a rad little kid
2: okay no wait all right this is my favorite part so the nurses apparently said oh it's probably some sort of sea lice so i'd like to quote uh ifl science right now and their article because i was cracking up today um so the nurses say it's probably sea lice and they say quote So his father, Jared, decided to head back off to the Melbourne beach to investigate for himself, armed with nothing more than a net and a large (laughs) slab of meat. Because Australia.
1: (laughs) Because science. (laughs) So, is
2: So, Daddio goes back to the beach with a chunk of meat. But, I
1: mean, he had the
2: right And
1: sure uh, enough, it worked. What was it? (laughs) That makes me think of... When I took my students to Belle Isle to do cleanup, we met up with um, a salamander guy. Um, he set up uh, live traps all over Belle Isle and would catch them, um, or try to catch the salamander. But he would literally put uh, Kraft cheese and hot dogs in the trap. Fucking A. And he's... <laughs>
2: I mean, you might find me in there one day.
1: But like- I was like, so how did you, like, figure out that was the combination
0: to use? Like,
1: yeah, like, hot dogs and Kraft cheese, that's exactly what I'd go for.
0: That's how much they would give him to try and find salamanders. We know how it works.
2: So, What what went in our uh, crayfish uh, traps last year? Tuna.
1: I feel like that's a step up go. from a hot dog. I don't even think these were kosher. <laughs> don't know if they were a hundred percent beef or the salamander's <laughs> checking.
0: Like, oh fuck this, it's not all beef. Fuck this tofu dog. Oh, it's not dog. culture.
1: Hey. Hey, <laughs> tofu dogs are delicious.
0: They are, but not salamanders, apparently. Yeah.
1: I, I don't think a salamander would eat a tofu dog. What kind of meat did he use? Oh my goodness um it doesn't say it just says a
2: large slab I uh, think it was a tomahawk meat.
0: steak <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> those giant
0: ones attached to a yeah. bone yeah okay but like barely
2: <laughs> i mean but i mean i get that you're trying to figure out what's wrong with your son but do you you don't want to waste a good cut of meat on sea lice like, it couldn't yeah. have been
1: good. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping was it was, like, either a rancid piece of meat or it was a hot dog. I'd like to think it was a hot dog.
0: It was a, a fucking giant hot dog, hot dog. Sl- uh, slathered in uh marmite.
1: I've put the meat into a net and they've grabbed onto that like no tomorrow. <laughs> that is a quote from Dad. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
0: australia (laughs) jesus christ
1: but could you imagine i wonder i'd be fucked up was anyone else attacked on that beach or was it just that poor teenager like that's a good question i feel like we would have heard
2: if it was more than one person but i wonder what made him so
1: tantalizing
0: rubbed himself with raw meat first like if
2: he already had an open wound as
0: you do (laughs) yeah
2: He wore Lady Gaga's meat <laughs> dress into the ocean. Yep.
0: <laughs> Sam Ken is a is a pseudonym for Lady Gaga, that's it. It was just Lady Gaga. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh Jesus Christ. That that shit was I, I heard that, I was like, what the fuck? I almost said it out loud in the middle of a crowd when I read it.
1: It was just, like, a little shocking, though, to see how much damage they could do.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I know, granted, these are probably superficial cuts, but still, like, just the amount of blood that you see on him, and thinking about these little sea lice, I just, I don't understand how no one else had any sort of,
0: I don't know, encounter with them. I don't know. That's fucked up.
2: Yeah. Well, so the article says that um they normally like their normal hosts are fish and this is a really unusual case (laughs) well yeah but i'm i'm wondering what just what about that poor kid besides his meat dress see the thing was it's not a
0: meat dress it was a fish dress
1: Oh yeah, because their typical host uh, is maybe. the fish, so yeah. he was just like, maybe he was mermaiding it. Maybe he maybe was kind of like Derek Zoolander mermaid, and they just latched onto that thinking he was a real fish.
0: <laughs> Some X-Files shit right there.
1: <laughs> yes. Ugh. Ugh. Every time you show me the picture. <laughs> Look
0: at it. I can zoom in, too, but I'm not going to.
1: I don't want you to. No, thank you. Let's
0: get off of this fucking... Let's think
1: of something happy, Jason. Eating
0: alive by fucking bugs and talk about ice cream.
1: I yeah, see where you're going, Callan. Because that is, like, the happiest thing.
0: Unmeltable ice cream. From, uh... Japan. Kanazawa? Yeah. Kazawa yes. a, sure. a University professor was fooling around with some strawberry, strawberry polyphenol for some fucking reason. <laughs> as you do, and well, no, it it's because
1: they had um, implored this pastry chef to make a dessert using strawberry um, polyphenol. And what he found when he was trying to make the uh, pastries was every time he added the polyphenol, the pastry would solidify. And he was like, well, I can't make a pastry like this. Who wants a solid, gross pastry? I don't think that's actually how he said it, but... (laughs) He
0: probably did.
1: (laughs) But then this university was like, oh, we have the best idea. Put that that
0: shit in some ice cream.
1: And it was the best idea.
2: Like, we need to fund
0: this.
1: This needs to come over here. Now.
0: We have strawberries here. We can make this happen. Yeah. We probably have that technology.
1: Do you guys have the ability at the lab?
0: Probably. I
2: mean, we have a ton of polyphenols. Okay. There's lots of that in maple leaves. Well, there we go. Leaves. So,
1: you guys need to bring home some, um, ooh, and we have our ice cream maker.
0: Fuck yeah, we do.
1: So, we'll make some ice cream and then add some of the polyphenol oh. and hopefully... It'll
0: never, never melt.
1: Make it happen. Yeah, this shit's
0: kind of crazy. It doesn't melt. It makes it hard for the water and oil in in the the milk to separate so it doesn't melt. And so they sold it a little while in fucking unbearable Japanese summer, where it's like 80 to uh, 80 to 90 degrees and 100% humidity for months. And Ugh. it was fine. And uh, this professor at Kanazawa has said that it will be fine under a hairdryer for a long time. I, don't, I There's no... There's no uh paper on that. So N of one, apparently.
2: You know, I'm okay with that so, when it right? comes to mm-hmm.
1: ice cream though.
0: No there's a it's a good consideration. It's ice cream. It negates all the statistical power it has.
1: Does the polyphenol yeah. change the texture of the ice cream at all?
2: Mm, this is right, important. It probably
0: question. makes it more like a popsicle. But then with the taste and mouthfeel, if you will, (sighs) of the ice cream.
1: And this may be a stupid question, but they said it even withstood the heat of a hairdryer for a considerable amount of time. So if you have this popsicle.
0: it's just some warm ice cream that's just weird, right?
1: Like, are you, when you lick this popsicle, are you actually getting any ice cream or do you have to like chew it or like bite it to actually break it?
2: I was wondering this also. I just
1: okay. Because it just, you know, part of it for me is though I enjoy ice cream that starts to melt a little bit. The texture is just better when it's a little melty to me. And if my ice cream is still solid after this period of time and I still have to like chew it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, that is important to consider.
0: Oh.
2: I was like, obviously, you don't want your ice cream melting all over the place, but you got to be Some able to people enjoy it. Some
0: would argue that the best part of ice cream is when it turns into the ice cream soup after it melts. You
2: like the soup. I would <laughs> never argue.
0: I would not argue that's the best, but it's a very enjoyable part about having a bowl of ice cream, for sure.
1: That's my least favorite part. I don't like part. the ice cream soup. I like it when it's still ice cream. I mean,
0: I also like it when it's ice cream. If it's good ice cream, there is no soup to be had.
1: Yeah. I think I'll have ice cream after this. Of course. Now that we're talking about this. I. Oh, we no. ran out of ice
2: cream. We ate it all. Yeah. That's. And I actually thought about going to get some for tonight. But like before knowing that we
1: were going to talk about this. <laughs>
0: no really Meyers open 24 not hours.
1: <laughs> Except for ours.
0: Ours closes at fucking 10 o'clock. Boo. What kind of bullshit is that? Because it's
1: on 8 Mile. <laughs> That's why. Wow.
0: <Well, laughs> no excuses.
1: But I do... Did you already mention how there's that uh, Journal of Dairy Science? Okay. Well, no, we didn't so mention that yet. there's literally a Journal of Dairy Science. And I do also like that... On a side note, they had done another... Um, experiment. And I wish I had been a participant of this um, that found that higher fat contents in ice cream um, people have not found them to be any tastier. So, as a participant, would I have been given ice creams of varying fat content levels and then had to rate them?
0: Probably. Because that yeah. would be a
1: really awesome job
0: <laughs> that's probably like for ice cream on the on the campus quad And people are like, yeah sure fucking whatever here's five dollars to taste some ice cream
1: on a scale of one to five how tasty was this ice cream and i would say five for all of it because it was free ice cream see
0: that's why there's no effect
1: <laughs> and that is the best ice cream
0: it's people like you
1: i ruined the experiment
0: <laughs> Fucked it up <laughs> Oh. oh, man. <laughs> well, with that, that is going to be the end of episode nine. That's it. That's it? You yeah. made it through the first, wow, that was first
1: episode. Oh, my gosh. I am easy, really tired,
0: but out. I made it. Yeah, um, it is. I can I, do this. I'm still waiting for people to send us questions which you can send it to jason at hashtag sciencecast.com I told I you that once I mean,
1: school you can, starts.
0: You can spam me, but that doesn't mean they'll get read on air <laughs> and answered as best as we can. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want. Anything. I- but I'm
2: I'm the only one who listens to your podcast. I listen to So you to better answer my
0: questions.
2: Oh... <laughs> uh, Kellen and I are gonna yep. go start our own
0: podcast, a competing it, one,
1: kind of. But it might be more about dogs and Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> That's fine. You'll be the new guy on the block because there's already a Harry Potter co- podcast. We already learned this today.
1: Yeah, there is one.
2: But do does it talk about no. science and dogs also? So We
1: would be delving into a new. We have our niche, little niche there. I think we'd have that covered. <laughs> Science Dogs and Harry Potter.
0: Oh, God. Steminists for Potter. How about we not talk about Dogs and Harry Potter podcasts where we talk about our website for this podcast where you can find all the show notes, links to all the stuff we're talking about, features on our guests like Carrie here. We'll have we'll have something there. Yeah. I will steal a picture from the internet like uh, our advisor did. Uh, <laughs> yes. Or you can send me one. Uh, but that website is... Hashtag sciencecastcom you Go there. You see all our episodes. Um, eventually, I'm working on a blog that we can use to write stuff about our trips. Especially to put our pictures of Austin where Matt was a couple weeks ago, Ecuador, his trip his trip to uh, Costa Rica, that kind of thing. Um, I don't expect that anytime soon, but I expect it before the year is out in 2017. So there is that. You can find us on Twitter, at The Science Cast, where I will eventually start using it, but I have no time right now.
1: No. I kind of roped him into looking for a house, too. Yeah,
0: there's that. Oops. Uh, (laughs) We have a Facebook page, hashtag science. You can find it. Look for space Harambe. That'll be us. Um, And our theme song. Thank you to John Middleton of University of Washington for letting us use his music algorithms uh, project to generate our theme song from circaria parasite swimming speed data
2: you know I would send you um, the data for my latest experiment but it's so many zeros that it would just be the most monotone it would, it would probably song. default
0: to make that uh, uh, just silent
1: but maybe you could use it as like in the background for meditation or something
0: i should, you should really have check Jason that out do and it how. and then you
1: can see it maybe you could just like play it when you need to relax yeah
0: eventually matt will send me some of his cool uh telemetry data on snakes and i will make another uh i will make another theme song for our breaks which we're gonna start having we're gonna start having breaks what are you gonna do in your breaks Ooh. we're gonna take you a fans. fucking break
1: and just play music <laughs>
0: And then take and then put in a little bit of music and then come back.
1: Can I make up fake ads?
0: No, we have to have the potential <gasps> for actual yes. ads.
1: Well, they can hear how amazing the fake ads are, and then
0: they'll that's be. Not, like... That's not how any of that works. You know <laughs> yeah. that, right?
2: Kellen, you can sell oh. your hats for cats.
0: If you pay for an ad spot on this podcast, I'll let you say whatever the fuck you want about cats. Cat There's no like
1: girls. Discount.
0: A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: She makes cat spaceships <laughs> too. She's yeah. multi-talented.
1: I'll step out a little bit. I really want to make a cat TARDIS too.
0: Oh, uh, Carrie has no idea what that is.
1: It's a Doctor <laughs> Who reference.
2: I no, I, I get it. I have just not watched it. If it's oh. whatever, it's not Harry Potter.
1: That is I have I will say, the first season's a little hard to get through, but then afterwards, ah. Uh... What
0: was that sound? <laughs> One more again. Ah. Okay, it played. I got yep. it. Was even there louder. There you have that it, folks. See it on the monitor. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, thank you all for listening to episode nine. Until. 2 weeks from now when we'll have an actual real on-time episode. This one's going to go up a couple days early because I will be on a, a secret surprise trip for my birthday that I don't know about.
1: That's a lie he knows. <laughs> I spilled the beans cuz <laughs> Yeah, you spilled yeah, them everywhere. everywhere. <laughs>
0: so, until then, what is that 2 weeks from now is what August, I don't know. The 24th. 13th. Something. <laughs> Two weeks, that was the 13th? You definitely turned your brain off.
1: I did! I told
0: him! We will be putting out an episode on the 26th. <laughs> so send us some questions, please. Tell your friends. We don't advertise this show yet. So.
2: I advertised to our undergrad today, Jenna.
0: Oh, you think I would do that, but no.
1: Can you put a link on Oakland?
0: I bet I could tell Oakland I do a website and a podcast, mm. and they would retweet it at least.
1: There you go.
0: Let's see if the biology department had some social media presence, then we'd be fine. But we don't.
2: Well, we that's not until episode
0: ten. Callan Carlson, thank you for joining us again.
1: <laughs> My pleasure,
0: Gary. Thank you. I know you've been wanting yeah. to be on this thing for it quite was... a while, and we finally got you on.
2: Forever, because you haven't invited me, it but that's cool. It's kind
1: of before your bedtime. Probably not. It's probably it's after your bedtime. It's definitely after your bedtime. But.
2: Uh, listen, I should have been sleeping, like, at See? least an hour But ago. this
1: is better than normal.
2: But I don't have, I don't have any under- undergrads tomorrow, so does it really matter no. what time I come in?
0: No. <laughs> Until next time. Episode number 10 will be next. Me and Matt. We'll figure some special stupid thing out.
1: Top hats, party poppers, cat top hats.
0: Maybe another special guest. Who knows what's going to happen?
1: The gummy, not the gummy, the gum cigars.
0: I mean, I have a real one around here somewhere.
1: Okay, well, that might be the time to whip that
0: out. But until then, thanks for listening, and we will see you then. That is not going to make it.